space where all the stars shine. Some hold greatness close, keeping out the cold, while others act as a lighthouse, telling stories untold. This is our responsibility as beings of all kinds, to search, to embrace, to ride the waves and find all of our stars. This is Star Trek Base. With Joshua's Lieutenant Canton, Kevin, Lieutenant Commander Kelvick, and Tracy as Captain Vigril. This episode, they put their plan into action, and of course, things don't go as planned. Yeah, I, I think our first step here is to find out, to collect information, find out what we're up against, and find out if this is within the realm of possibility. I can contact my people, but the way our, our communication system works is you send out a communication it goes out. It's not really instantaneous at all. You basically, you send out a message saying, hey, I want to meet you here in a few days at this position. And then you go there and you hope the person shows up. So at this point in time, since it's going to take us some time to communicate, not only with our local allies, but our distant allies, because our communications are out, uh, we should probably set up a meeting of the minds between our allies and in the meantime, catch a drone so when the meeting does occur, we have information to make a more valid decision. I think that sounds like a good idea. So you can try to capture one? Kelvec, are you feeling up to capturing a drone? Let's do this. Oh, also, I was wondering, the shuttle can make communications. Could we wire the communication system from the shuttle into the ship? Yeah, you could, you could do that. The subspace isn't going to work because they have those pods, things everywhere. But you, Jar, Jar will tell you that they're going to track normal, you know, sublight communication stuff. So if you try to use like normal stuff like that, they can track you. But you can move; it'll take them a little bit. So who all do you guys want to set up meetings with? All the allies we listed before. There's the lady pirate captain. Um, there's the yeah, Jarlin and her people. That- and there's the people that uh, Kelvec lost uh, a leg to um, that owe us you know, a favor. They are far enough away you'd have to use subspace to get to them. Well, or send a message that would take time to get to them, right? Without using subspace, it would take... I don't even know how much time. It would take more than days or weeks. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, probably that's out then. Well, who are the ones that are close to us? Jarlin. Do you want to use Jarvet or just Vets connections? No, no, no. Who? Well, we probably we definitely want to use them. But um, who else did we have on the list? There was somebody else in between the musicians. Uh, they are even closer to Federation space than the. Oh, to Federation space. Okay. Yeah. Then that, I guess we're just keeping this local. That probe is getting closer to the Plaktor and the Musical Marauders. So we definitely need to stop that before it hits to them. Presumably, if we can um, shut down the central communication hub, they'd probably be relaying the signal from the communication hub to the probe. Good call. So presumably, if we take down the hub, the 
um, Probe becomes inert. Do you want to contact Jartor's people? Jartor's dead, isn't he? Is anyone spending a fate point to make he said he said that he stayed alive? Mm, no. Can spend one from the ship. No, we need those. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, so Jartor equals nope. He is dead. Yeah, you know, just to make sure that we feel even more heavily the loss. Uh huh. There is another contact you could use, which you only met him once, so actually you don't know how. You can send the name out there. Actually, he probably doesn't like you. The guy that wanted us to backstab Jarlin? Yes. Yeah. Nope. Don't care much about him. Okay. So, we could say you guys spend some time, you know, you send a message over to Jarlin because her ship is, like, right there. She says, you know... She'll bring some people she trusts. Jartor, or Tor, no, Jar. Jarvet. Vet says he'll contact some people and see what they can do. This is great. Actually, everybody give me contacts rolls. One. <laughs> Three. Negative one. Wow, okay. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this roll is just simply, I'm going to start it. I'm the coalition. I'm going to use that. So I started a two, and then this is going to be how many ships they can stop. So if things stay as they are, when you show up to this pre-chosen spot, there's going to be you plus two other ships. Okay, so I will spend a fate point to tap uh, females or trouble. Females or trouble? When did you get that? (laughs) I've had that for a while, man. Females or trouble. Okay, yeah, it is there. Yeah, um... To basically, I, I had that when I was dealing with the uh, female pirate, <laughs> and going to say that you know she gives them a lot more trouble than they were expecting. So her ships, I don't know if that's two more ships or what, but you know her ships will show up as well. That is two more ships, and I guess I need to take that fate. Yes. Away. What about you, other two guys? Uh, will I roll? No, just um. You want to spend fate points to make it more? Three not good enough. Right now you're sitting at four ships. Cool. I'll spend a fate point and uh, tap good on the fly to <laughs> say that um, jer- t- t- no guy that is very resourceful and. So what is it you're tapping good on the fly? Yeah, to add two more. Okay. Okay. So we're at plus six ships. So you have a little fleet of seven ships. We can take on the coalition with seven ships. Six and a half. <laughs> Your ship is probably the biggest, and you're not that big of a ship. What if we get the Romulans involved? That would always be good. I'm pretty sure. The yeah, Rom- <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Romulans were a lie. Yeah, actually, you know that Kelvec knows that that was not a Romulan ship. That was a coalition vessel. Even if they weren't, I'm pretty sure I know which side they would help. Yeah. I mean, if we had subspace communication, probably could get the Klingons to help because um, Craig still owes us a favor. Does it? He already paid it off. From the time. Nope. He helped you guys do um, that last 
pirate pirating pirate. Yeah, uh, but that also benefited him, so it doesn't count. Nope, he already did it. <laughs> well, I, mean, I can, don't actually. You know, if if you it, know that if you're in person, he would gladly take you on in personal combat, not to the death, to decide who owes a favor to who. I would be okay with that, but clearly, <laughs> since we don't have subspace communication, <laughs> we'll never know how that's going to turn out. We'll just assume that you would have won, thus he owes you a favor. Oh, no, I, I'm sitting in Kelvec so that we actually do win. <laughs> nice. I can just I can see Craig pulling the leg off of Kelvec and the leg still kicking him and beating him while the Vulcan's fighting him. <laughs> He'd probably throw the leg at you. Oh, good times. I'll take one for the team. Nice. So we got six ships that are going to come out of warp. All right. Is anybody adding anything else? But that's not now. That's after we capture the drone, right? Because it, like, takes, time. Is, Cause it takes time for them to show up. We're setting up the meeting, but no, while we're I, waiting for them to show up, we're capturing a drone. Is that is that what you're doing? That's what we talked about, yes. Okay, cool. So then, well... Because then we wanted the information from the drone so we could actually walk into all these ships gathered and sound like we know what we're doing. So you want to capture a drone first? Yes. Okay. Because we're awesome. What, what if we change our minds and decide to go straight to the capital? I mean, you can, you can do whatever you want. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I don't think Ralphie would like that very much. Probably stick to the plan since it's actually... You know, a thought out one. This okay, time. so we're we're leaving it now. Where there's an undetermined amount of ships showing up. Uh, so how are you guys going to capture a drone? Okay, so I was wondering if there's one of these communication buoys that is near some sort of nebula that we could set up a trap in. <laughs> there's always fake points and checks that we can do. We could also just set up our, prone as, or our probe as a decoy, sending out a subspace signal acting like it's a ship, where we set our trap. That would work, too. Kelvec? Ideas? I was thinking more of a stealth mission, but if we're going to go in all guns of blazing, that's really not going to work. <laughs> uh, well, you know, just from the ship, they have a minimum five things they can take care of. Like, that they could use against you. Little aspects that, you know, if they fire on you, I'm going to go ahead and say, well, I'm going to take advantage of the fact that, you know, this system's down, that system's down, and then do, like, 15 or 20 damage or something. Okay, so nebula. Sounds good. Find the buoy near the nebula, set the trap, hide in the nebula, get a surprise round. It it will even the odds. How we could disable one without it self-destructing? That is a valid question. Uh, take out the weapons, set up a special tractor beam to set up an energy loop that messes with the system. I mean, it might take a couple tr- tries, but... Ralphie will say, if we're in the nebula, and if it's one that you're thinking about using, we won't have shields, but we also probably won't have a reliable tractor beam. Well, we jump out of the nebula after we attack, so we can raise shields and tractor beam. You want the drone outside of the nebula? See, I was thinking rather than trying to engage the drone, try to set up, I don't know, like some sort of EM mine or something that it flies by that disables it. 
That sounds much less risky. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. And if we found the right kind of nebula where it didn't have functioning shields, then it wouldn't need to be as powerful. Not sure what an EMP would do to the... Actually, let me... She's going to roll. Not sure what an EMP would do to that whole communication quantum thing. Hmm. It may keep it. If it shuts it off and it becomes no good, we still haven't taken any damage to the ship. We've at most lost one probe's worth of you know, EMP setup, and we know for the next one. True. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to try. I'm sure they won't run out of drones we can try to capture. <laughs> and if that they do, that's thing. still a good thing for us. <laughs> it's just deplete all their drones. What were you saying? One Gilbert? by one. So it sounds pretty safe. All right, let's rig it up. Okay, let's see. She's going to... So you guys are wanting to find... How many days is this meeting from now? I think he was saying it takes like five days to set up the meeting. Take a few days. If you guys want to do five. A few, yeah. So that, at least five. That, yeah, I think five. five. Does that mean we get five tries to capture a drone? No, it means you have to find a nebula that's at most two and a half days away. Probably two days. Probably one day. Because you have to attract a drone. Well, then it's a good thing that they set up this meeting in a really good hiding place that just happens to have a nebula nearby. Uh-huh. They did? I'll spend a fate point if it's required. Because, <laughs> I mean, we know established in the story that they've been hiding. And planets and nebulas were both mentioned. So, wouldn't it make sense for a fate point to have something like that up close? They're not going to just meet out in the open. I would say those are totally there. I would still want a fate point because I'm thinking they had to use that up to survive. Ah, okay. I'm good Does with that. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. It's already established, but to take advantage of it again, right? they have to spend things. Okay, I'm down to one fate point. One, one. I have to get Kelvec to spend some more. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if he never spends it, is still like him having zero. That's true. See, I'm, I'm imagining a Vulcan like sneaking back to his room, and he's got a big pile of fate points that he like rubs himself all over himself. <laughs> no, I think he's saving them up for that one awesome just walk through the hall of enemies and Vulcan nerve pinch each. One Everybody, Vulcan mind melt a guy through a wall. Okay, so you can we'll say for you can set it up. How are you guys going to attract a drone? Well. We got two things. We need to attract a drone. We need to construct an EMP bomb, right? All right. So I will work on constructing the EMP bomb, probably with Ralphie's help. Her uh, and also Zelda, yeah, and some other yes. engineering people, and also and with guess... ten, and and uh, what's her name? Oh, the girl that totally doesn't like you. Oh, uh, something about it's Friday. Friday. Oh, stop! 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 Yeah. I know Canton's not Re- good with names. Rebecca Black. There you go. Is it Ensign Rebecca Black still? It's Ensign Rebecca Black, yes. Okay. I'm going to work on figuring out, you know, from the little from the buoy that we're going to be messing with to attract the drone. I'm going to figure out basically a flight path that would be from that to the nebula, you know, so that okay. for placement of the mine. So it, it- it is one of their 
the coalition's buoys you're messing with to attract uh, so wait, you're oh, drug so wait, you're talking examine, about interacting right? with one of their subspace dampening buoy things, right? Yeah, okay. that's what I was saying. Finding one of those near a nebula. If it's if it's near, if you want to mess with one of those, I don't know if they'd put it near a nebula. Well, they'd have to just for you know location's sake because you don't want someone sneaking through the nebula. You know what? I'll even allow that. And it has to be strong around the nebula so that they don't go in there and try to use subspace. That's fine. Kelvec. Yes. What are you Swear. doing with Captain Whiskers? Excuse me, Lieutenant Whiskers. Oh, Whiskers got an up, uh, a promotion. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. It's junior grade, though. <laughs> JG Whiskers. Um. He does try to pull rank sometimes. I would like to help set up the bomb. You are the tactical person. Okay. So you guys, you're making the EMP bomb. Vigril and some people, most likely Ensign Gran, are working on the buoy. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So the idea is you're going to mess with the buoy, maybe even blow it up to attract a drone, right? Right. When the drone comes in, you will blow up the EMP bomb. Yeah. Well, yeah. So basically we'd be in the open for that. The drone shows up. We run into the nebula, presumably the drone chasing us. We run... uh, Pass the EMP bomb and then arm it so that it blows up. What if? Give me everybody. Give me. Isn't there like a tactical skill or something? Performance. Not performance. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the attempt. Customs. Uh, p- protocol. 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 Give me a protocol check, everybody. Two. Performance. Negative one. Four. That's nice. Okay, so Kelvec has an idea. What do you think of this? You guys construct a bomb, and you can put it. You find, and you're trying to find a way to actually put it on the probe, not the probe, but the buoy. Make the buoy malfunction, hide in the nebula. When the drone comes in to investigate, it'll see the buoy still there, and maybe it will take it in to repair it, and then the EMP goes off. Ooh, that's a great idea. Good plan, Kelvin. Good thing, Kelvin. Yes. <laughs> I just thought of that actually. Excellent. So yeah, does does that make sense with what you guys want to do? Yes, yeah. exactly what I wanted to do. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. I don't even know if the drone I was I don't even know if that would work, but then I was thinking the drones would be it seems like something they would do where the drones could also attack but also do, you know, limited repair on other ships in itself. So I would think it makes sense for them to also deploy these little beacons but and also be able to fix them. Alrighty. See, that, that makes, makes me think, though, too, another option is we could hide people on the buoy and the people would yeah, be taken can. inside. You can, yeah. And, and, what red shirts do we want to throw on there? Maybe, maybe since this is close, we'll, we'll try it without people involved. And then if it doesn't work, we'll, we'll try that one. I, I think that's a good idea. Okay, so we've got some people building a bomb and some people 
trying to mess with one of these beacons without destroying it. Correct. And without being like caught or... You can go ahead and assume that it has shields and it probably has some limited recording abilities. But maybe if you get some people on there, you can like delete the files and, you know, put the bomb on there. Okay, so who all is building the bomb? It was Kelvet, Canton, Zelda, Ralphie? Correct. Everybody give me either give me a weapons check or craftsmanship. Craftsmanship. That's what I'm looking for. I don't even have craftsmanship. You got I'll go with craftsmanship because I... well, not you, Vigril. Just sorry. Just um, Kelbeck oh, okay. and Canton. Uh, I was going to say my, my craftsmanship is twice what my weapons rating is. Nice. Is it a two? Yeah, they're both. No, it's zero. So it's infinitely more. Or no? It's it's it's, it's double. You know. <laughs> so what do you have, Canton? Uh, I got a four. So I did great, but of course the Vulcan did superb. Well, you guys are just assisting her, so you're adding plus ones to whatever she's doing. Wouldn't he have gotten a plus two? Four. A five. He rolling a total of five? You just add, if, if you're doing the teammate stuff, it's just plus one for everybody assisting, isn't it? That depends on how high you roll. If you roll... Is it three or more you get? No, it's. I mean, if you succeed with style, it's an extra free invoke or whatnot. I want more pluses. So it would be an extra <laughs> plus one. And what'd you get, Ken? Oh, I just got a four. Okay, so she got... This was kind of her thing. So she's got a six, seven, eight, nine... Making bombs is kind of her thing. I can respect that. In Engineering things. So, so uh, Ralphie got at least a plus one. So, mechanically, it's at a plus ten. Cool. Vigril, how are you and Gran and anyone else going to infiltrate... Or disable, infiltrate, and manipulate this small. It's about the size of like a something that's not invented yet. A runabout, but a run a what? Yeah, what's that? It's about that size. Actually, no, there's probably two of those because this place needs a person needs a place for a person to stand. Even though logically there would never be a person to stand there, but it's Star Trek, so uh, we're gonna take a shuttle. Well, first of all, we're gonna have to try to mask the shuttle with sensors. Actually, probably what we could do is... It's easy to do. Yeah. They're very small. And I was even going to say that we could um, you know, get the shuttle moving in terms of momentum and shut down a lot of the system so it's not putting off, you know... Okay, so you guys could... It's, you're, it's not as bright on sensors. <laughs> you're inside the nebula, and you're going to shoot the shuttle off and then cut everything off? Yeah, and then kind of glide in with maneuvering thrusters okay for um when you guys did get a reading on it it's not that heavily shielded it, it assumes that somebody's gonna try to blow it up like vet will tell you it's meant to be easily blown up and then it's it lets everyone know that there's a problem in this system and then a drone comes in so we can easily get through the shields we just have to prevent it from self-destructing but i don't think these actually have a self-destruct so it shouldn't be too hard Okay. But yeah, give me... Actually, you can pilot Would Jarbet be willing to go with me? He will gladly go with you to help you translate anything. Because it probably will be in whatever their tongue is. Yeah. Yeah, so you're going to take a shuttlecraft. Hey, this is just like when uh, everybody was frozen, and it was just you and her piloting. Flashback scene. Woohoo! We don't have to blast our way out of the ship. 
Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to blast your way to the ship. So you take a shuttle out. Uh, you've got this bomb. What's the bomb? Hey, did you guys made the bomb? What does the bomb look like? What kind of doohickeys does it have on it? I mean, it should look, you know, just kind of like a simple torpedo. Uh, but it's got uh, probably a magnetic pulse clamp Definitely one of them. on it so that it can easily be attached to the side of whatever they've got. You know, it's fun- as soon as you started saying that, I assumed it was Technobabble, <laughs> and then I realized, no, that's actually, like, a good idea. It could be both. Does it also include a quantum manifold coil? It's got two of those. And a positronic gradient thruster? No, we don't want it to move itself. We want it to be attached. Oh, of course. So the temporal manifold switch will do? You know it. Yeah, that way we can activate it remotely, or it'll still go off if we have to shoot it from a distance. Nice. Okay, so it looks like a normal torpedo. Did you add any flair to it, Kelvec? Uh, I put a little heart on it. <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, so you guys are taking your torpedo. That's not a torpedo. With the neutronium energy matrix. There you go. Of course it does. Give me a piloting check. I'm assuming you want to pilot? Yeah. Okay. You're both good pilots. Ooh, that's not good. That's not good. That's it. You, you probably have to do better than that. I'm going to spend a fate point to make it do better than that. There we go. I'm going to say I, I rolled at least a five. I'm going to re-roll tapping um, again, good on the fly, which, you know, blind ship. Yes. You have zero. And that's a five. Okay. Oh, what's the minor cost? And you have no fate points. Wait. Can't Grand be... Oh, she gave you a plus one. Never mind, you're good. (laughs) Okay. So, you get there. You guys... You turn off the power. This shuttlecraft just kind of floats. And it tumbles towards the little beacon. And you guys match it up perfectly where, where it's floating around... And then right before it rams it, the bottom thrusters activate and prevent it from hitting it. You guys can do a little phaser hit, and the shields go down. And that will say you probably have a... It's probably that right there is going to send a message that something's wrong with it. So we need to do this quick. So you probably have limited time. You're going to have to get take that on board, install it in some systems... Probably delete its local memory and then get back on. Okay. So you guys can attach up. She's going to help you. You take it out. Oh, this will be fun. Oh. Hey, Joshua. Yes? He has a moderate consequence that I can invoke for free, right? So if he has no fate points, then I can invoke it for free and he still doesn't get a fate point? He would not get a fate point because you're taking advantage of a free invoke, and he can't refuse it because he has no fate points to spend to reject it. Okay. So, I like it. You are evil. (laughs) I'm just... just, I am what I am. So, you're going to get on. You're walking on the ship. It's a short... It's a little thing. There's a little plank. And, of course, it's got this little round thing you can put the torpedo tube onto. You guys... Almost like it was made to go there. Yeah, almost. It's crazy. How the set designer was just that good. I mean, the the person that constructed the probe. So, uh, you're installing it. You're looking around. And you see all these... To you, they kind of like hieroglyphics. You know, it's, an, it's another language. It's the language of these people. Fed is telling you 
what they you know what they mean and things but all seeing all these pictures and things is reminding you about when they were getting into your brain and about how you know you want to help the coalition you'll you know you stop anybody who wants to hurt them how would you I'm invoking that fact uh, how would you react in that situation how would I react you're yeah I'm invoking the fact that you're you're now compelled to prevent them from letting this go forward hmm. can he take a consequence to I was about to ask that uh he can yes yeah you feel an overall urge to like it's one of those cool like fisheye lens shots and we're going dutch angle maybe a little zoom in and zoom out the world's a little spinny and (laughs) (laughs) you know some some good old-fashioned star trek stuff maybe a maybe a little too much of the original star trek but you know what we're already here so you just get this overall feeling like you you have to get out and you have to prevent this from happening but you could take a consequence to to kind of block that i'm going to take the consequence i'm thinking another mental consequence yeah cuz it was you, you have a mile that you can take yep what kind of uh, what kind of consequence then ideas from people vertigo uh, coalition induced vertigo yeah that's uh, actually makes a lot of sense. Okay, cool. You're um, you're installing it, and they see that your your tips, you know, your tips, you're falling back. You tell them something like, "Just just keep going without me. I just just do it." Basically, you can't help them, but you don't prevent them from from doing it. Right. They are going to. Uh, you two guys, Canton and Kelvec, actually Joshua and Kevin. Okay. Can you just give me flat rolls? Yeah, just flat rolls. Yes. Negative two. Plus one. Them installing it without your help is going to take some time. We're at negative one. We'll do two more, and we want to get to at least five. Two more rounds or two more rounds? Two more rounds. Okay, so roll again. Yes. Who am I rolling for between the two of them? Three. Three? So we're at plus two. Who are you rolling for, Kent? Who would you like to roll for? I'm at zero, so it doesn't matter to me. I'm just curious. Probably vet, because he's... Okay. Yeah, probably vet. Okay, we've got one more round. You guys have to get a plus two. Nope. I thought we had to get a plus three, because we're trying to get five, and we're at plus two right now. Oh, you are. Yes. So, negative two. Negative three. Suddenly things go terribly so wrong. Going to re-roll? Uh, yes, yes, you can, and we'll say you're, you're invoking this, one of the aspects on the ship. Sure, do that. Yeah, it can't be Team Coconut because it's not the Coconut people. Wait, so I'm using a fate, a ship's fate point. You can use ship's fate point or your own. I'll allow that. I use one line. Okay. For a three, Ray. For a three? Yes. And what did you have, Canton? Negative three. Mm-hmm. So we're still we still need a plus three. So this could either fail, and that drone comes in with the three people on the on the buoy with the shuttlecraft attached to it, or we can take we can take a major some kind of major cost to. Can I not spend my last fate point to reroll? 
<laughs> I mean, it's a negative three. I figure that's got to be a safe bet, right? You can use those ship's faith points. Yeah, you can. Also, yeah, we kind of need those because we're about to get in combat. Oh. What if for a for a okay? What if, okay? How about a minor cost and also success? Grand. All the three people there realize that the ship is coming inbound. It's going to get here too quick for you guys to finish. And you guys know that if it shows up and there's a shuttlecraft there, that they're going to know something's up. So what if you guys tell the shuttlecraft to just boost off and go back into the nebula and leave you there in enough time to finish, but you will be taken into the drone? Who, me? You, Gran, and Vet will be captured in the drone with the EMP device and uh, yeah, when it gets taken up in there, if it does, or it just blows it up. Yeah, I'll do that. Are you guys good with that? Alright. Works for you too, Canton? Yeah, sure. Okay, so since you guys can't really communicate with each other, uh, the the nebula leaves it, you know, you see, you you wait the accordion amount of time, and all of a sudden, you see the shuttlecraft kind of floating back towards you. And it's not controlled by anyone. And we'll say that you go down to, and you can, like, once it gets close enough, you can have a little tractor beam that kind of picks it up and brings it in. And you guys are worried because, you know, no one's getting out of the shuttle bay. Kelvec pushes the codes on it, and the doors open, and there's nobody inside. And then we'll, and then, we'll and then away. cue the music. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> we'll cut away and leave it at that for for this time, and then we'll pick up with the conclusion of that. The exciting conclusion. <laughs> Thank you for listening to episode fifty-six of our continuing Star Trek Fate Adventures. If you'd like to hear other episodes, you can do that at burneverythinggaming.podbean.com. You can also check us out on iTunes, Podbay, Stitcher. All, all, you, you can find a podcast wherever you want. We'd love to get some feedback from you. If you can do that at burneverythinggaming at gmail.com, Facebook, or our Twitter. We would love to hear the good things, bad things, whatever you think. If you'd like to help support us, make more content, make it sound better or even to have a hand in and what adventures happen in the future, you can do that over at our Patreon. You can Google it or check out the links. Whatever you do, we hope you keep enjoying.